This is Real Estate News with Kathy Fedke. In this Real Estate News Brief for the week ending December 19th of 2020, single-family rent growth picks up, remote work migration could surge, and a creative new venue for indoor restaurant dining. I'm Kathy Fetke, and this is Real Estate News for Investors. We begin with economic news from this past week that is marked by a frustratingly difficult effort in Congress to strike a new stimulus deal. Lawmakers say they will not adjourn for Christmas unless they have an agreement. So you may be listening to this podcast after that's happened. This is a very difficult time for the economy and for Americans dealing with the pandemic, lockdowns, job losses, and the upcoming expiration of eviction and foreclosure moratoriums. Fed Chief Jerome Powell says the next few months are likely to be challenging. He said the Federal Reserve will continue to buy at least $120 billion of bonds until there's substantial progress in the job recovery and inflation targets. He expects that to happen in the second half of next year. On a more positive note, the Federal Reserve is raising its outlook for 2021. It increased its GDP forecast to 4.2%. That's up from a previous forecast at 4%. 2020 is expected to close with a GDP of 2.4%, which is amazing considering everything. The central bank also issued improved numbers for the 2021 job market. It expects to see a 5% unemployment rate. It had previously forecast 5.5%. Inflation is also expected to get closer to the Fed's 2% target. The forecast is now 1.8% for 2021. Warren Buffett weighed in on the stimulus debate. He told CNBC that Congress should act. He says we're in the middle of an economic war, and the country owes it to the millions of small business people to renew the PPP and get us to the end of the tunnel. The PPP is the Paycheck Protection Program for Small Business Loans, which was authorized by the CARES Act. The pandemic is driving unemployment numbers higher. Last week, there were 885,000 new applications for unemployment. That's a four-month high. MarketWatch had forecast 818,000. Continuing claims were down, though, but the total number of claims from federal and state programs is still over 20 million. Real estate offers a more positive perspective on the economy. The U.S. Census Bureau reported a 1.2% increase in housing starts last month to a seasonally adjusted annual rate of 1.55 million. That's 13% higher than a year ago and the highest level since 2007. Permit applications are also up at 2007 levels. They jumped 6.2%, indicating that the pace of residential construction will continue. MarketWatch says the numbers are higher because of a surge in multifamily construction during the month of November. Multifamily starts were up 8%, and permits were up 23%. For single-family homes, the monthly increase was 0.4% for starts and 1.3% for permits. The worsening pandemic has eroded builder confidence a bit, The National Association of Home Builders Monthly Confidence Index shows a four-point drop for December. It's the first time the index has dropped in three months. Mortgage rates dropped again this past week to a new all-time low. Freddie Mac says the average 30-year fixed-rate mortgage was 2.6%. The 15-year was 2.2%. And in other news-making headlines, a surge in demand for single-family homes is pushing rents higher for higher-end homes. They're now rising faster than they were before the pandemic began. CoreLogic's single-family rent index shows a 3.1% year-over-year increase in the pace of single-family rent growth in October. Rent rates had slowed a bit at the beginning of the pandemic, but as the economy opened back up and companies allowed employees to work remotely, demand grew for larger single-family rentals. 
That demand has reduced the inventory for higher-end homes, which helps push rent rates higher. CoreLogic economist Molly Bessel says, Demand has grown for higher-tier single-family rentals as more people opt to rent larger space in less densely populated areas. She says rent growth of lower-tier rentals still lags behind pre-pandemic rates, which is to be expected in an economy particularly challenging for low-wage earners. Another survey also shows how the work-from-home trend is increasing the demand for single-family homes. A survey by Homes.com shows that 45% of consumers would move if they had the opportunity to work remotely. 20% of the participants also stated that they had already moved within the past year because they're able to work remotely. The survey includes responses from 1,000 consumers and 600 real estate professionals. 32% of real estate professionals say they've noticed an increase in city-to-suburb moves, and 23% say fewer people are asking about homes near public transportation. On the consumer side, 40% say they've moved or are planning to move more than 100 miles away, while 50% are planning to move even farther, more than 500 miles away. Some restaurant owners have found a new way to provide COVID-safe dining for their patrons. According to an article in Bloomberg, many are partnering with hotels and turning vacant suites into private dining rooms. That's adding a room charge onto the tab, but it's certainly an option for people who want to dine out. As an example, Bloomberg says the Walnut Street Cafe in Philadelphia is offering individual dining options at a nearby hotel. In addition to the meal tab, guests pay a $50 charge to rent the room for three hours. The suites already have dining tables, so the conversion into restaurant space is easy. The restaurant says it can serve about 60 customers a night, which is about the same as it was serving before the pandemic. And of course, it's always possible to rent the room for the entire night and extend that dining experience until dawn. I'm Kathy Fetke, and thank you so much for joining me here on Real Estate News for Investors. 